I'm late. I'm late. Very, very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Relax and unwind tonight with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy work week flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. Morning. So, I thought of you last night, Sissini. I finally watched this movie called The Menu. Okay. This is on my Mm. list, so why'd you think of me? psycho thriller. Oh, my. (laughs) Great. Yeah, why'd you think of well, me when you watch a psycho thriller? Um, let me get there. So, <laughs> Rafe Fiennes, right? He's mm-hmm. the lead in it, and the incredible, actually, very good actress from The Queen's Gambit is in oh, it as well. Anya Taylor. Yes, she's great. Joy, Anya Taylor Joy, and the guy from About a Boy who's now grown up, Nicholas sparks nicholas holt holt holt, holt. Nicholas holt. sparks i'm like oh, we got there <laughs> we got okay. there guys yay good morning so anyway i sit down to watch it mm-hmm. and you know it's set in a gourmet restaurant and everybody's so excited to get these reservations and the food detail is out of chef's table but the movie takes all kinds of twists and turns and i don't want to give it away so I won't say where it goes, but it got my adrenaline pumping. And I knew, as this movie was halfway through, I knew I wasn't gonna be able to fall asleep. So I finished the movie, sure enough. I brushed my teeth, I brushed my tongue, I lay my head on the pillow, 
I do my incense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I can't fall asleep. And then I, it dawns on me. I remember that you said that you had a new way to fall asleep. Exactly. Sisney. Right. So you said close your eyes and take a walk, a detailed walk right. outside your front door. Lock your door. Walk down your street. Look at your neighbors. So I did that. And then I started thinking about locking the door. So I look for my keys. I lock the door. And as I'm walking down the street, I actually think to myself in real life, I don't know where my keys are. Right. So okay. I woke up right. to go look for my keys. Okay. Oh, gosh. So now I'm out of the bed looking for my keys because you said you have to have great detail in this walk down your street. You like physically woke up out of your bed? Yeah, because when you said lock your door, I was locking my door in my head as the meditation. I hate And then I that. realized I don't know where my keys actually are right now and I don't want to look for them in the morning. It's the worst. Oh, my so goodness. So it didn't work for me. No. I did not fall asleep thinking about walking down my street in great detail. Well, you didn't have to walk down your street. You could have just been on a walk on the beach or a a hike or wherever. You you said walk out of your door, lock your door, and walk down your street, I said a mental walk, a walk that's familiar to you. So it didn't have to be, for me, it was a great detail of me leaving my door, locking it, whatever. For you, it could have been getting to the destination, locking your car, and then But the, going the whole there. locking of the things what threw me off. <laughs> then I started looking for my keys in my wallet. It would lo- it would throw me too because I feel like before I go to bed, I always make sure that I have my car key and right. my and house want, key. You in don't want to do it in the morning. Yeah. Like, there are so many times I lay down and I go, wait, where's my wallet? I need to find my really? wallet now before I go to sleep. Yes. I never do that. So I tried it. I tried it. How are you? How was your night? Try it again. I was fine. Took my mental walk and it was. <laughs> <laughs> We're burning calories with our mental watch here. I know. Twenty three, Tony. How was your night? It was so good. I'm obsessed. I'm watching this new show, but I've been so tired that like I keep falling asleep. Like I keep closing my eyes, and Robbie's like, "You're asleep. Let's go to bed." And I'm like, "No, what are you no, watching? I'm keep watching Bad Sisters." Oh, someone else told me that's good. No, no, it's not good. It's beyond. Good. <laughs> She's falling asleep, but because I'm just so <laughs> tired because I'm on my period, so it's just like it just happens. But it's really, really good. But I like I don't want to go to sleep, but it's hard to keep my eyes open. Well, this is really spoiling today's weekend watch list early in the game. It's okay. But I have plenty more to share. I have a yeah, I have a different one to share, but you're like the hundredth person who told me to watch the menu. And I was gonna maybe watch it last night, but I'm so behind, so I ended up watching the White Lotus. There are just oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Did you finish the White Lotus, Ryan? I, I did. Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah, of course I did. Oh, okay. I mean, of course you did. Like, you've you, never finished anything. Yeah, you're no, infamous for starting anything. all no, and finishing right. none. I mean, I was into something the other day, and then there's 10 episodes. I need it just to be six episodes at the most. <laughs> no, because if it's six, and you're like, I need it to be three. Like, it's never no, the right number for you. Many. 10 is too many for me, most things. The one I'm waiting for is Succession. That's the one I've been waiting for for years to come back. Succession. You know... That one I couldn't get into. So, you could never watch Love Island, let me tell you that. Love, I would no. never. There's yeah. like 60 well, episodes. We agree well, on something. We're good. <laughs> so the Mega Millions tonight, the drawing at 8 o'clock tonight. Yeah, let's go. I mean, Friday the 13th dollars. of all days to win. But people have won on Friday the 13th. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's lucky. So today looks nice, mostly cloudy. Highs around 70. But the rain starts tonight. Oh. And tomorrow looks really wet. I can't. We've it's got coming. we've got it, leaks in the garage. This thing's I'm just Did you see this week that car, the Tesla that ran off the road, went through somebody's wall, ended up in their pool because they slipped off the road? It's just a mess out there. So um expect more rain Sunday and Monday. Get prepared for it. Uh all right. So do you know the CES convention, Consumer Electronics Show? Yes, I love it. Did you see some of the stuff coming out of it? I actually did, and I, I want half of everything that's there. 
So uh, CES, we've been to it before. Some crazy futuristic things they say are going to be on the market real soon, right? So will these things be a part of our lives? There's an indoor drone. Sisney, did you see this? Yes, I did. And I love this because I have Nest Cam. So the fact that you could have a drone Nest Cam, it's but next level. the drone level. flies through your house? And like so, how annoying sound-wise. Well, who cares? Because right now we have multiple Nest Cams. Like we have them in all the rooms and they look ugly kind of. Like they're, you know, they're just like but on why a do shelf. you a drone inside if you can put stationary cameras up? What's the drone going to do? Well, because now you can just have one. And then if you wanted to like go check on a room, you just go brrr and you have it you fly. Have to control it? Or is it going to do like laps? Well, I think you can control it probably from your phone or from. I don't like, think I want to. If, if there's a drone, I don't have to operate it and I don't want to run into it. And oh, I don't want to hear it like buzzing in my you guys this is like such nerd alert level for me like i love this this is awesome so it does like a round like a security guard would do the round it has like a little like port its own little station almost like a roomba you know it's like its own station and that's where it lives and then when you want to use it and have it go check on a certain room maybe go upstairs and check something you heard a noise you have it go and check that section and go right back to its port Mm, you get that i think it's cool I like this, the smart cutting board. Do you see that? A smart oh, cutting board. Oh, I want board. this too. So it's got, it's a cutting board you put on the counter where you cut your vegetables and things, where uh-huh. you chop. And it's got a screen on the top where you can watch live cooking classes while you're following along. So you can look down. Um, it's like a Peloton for the kitchen. It's really cool. But how do you wash this? Well, you don't put it in the sink. You have to wash it with a towel, just the towel part. Oh. Unless the screen's waterproof, but I doubt it is. I doubt it is, too, but it looks really, really cool. It's expensive, but they have a payment plan. I looked it up. Oh, they, they do? What, <laughs> yeah. What does it cost? Well, it's like $700, but they have a payment plan oh for like $39 a month. <laughs> I was actually just going to ask you guys, how often do you buy new cutting boards? Because I feel like often. that's... Oh, me too. Never. I was like, I never do, and I, I feel like ones. you should. Oh, no. I change them out at least once a year. I have like an old cutting board that looks like the shape of a pig from when I grew up. I have cutting boards from like when I first moved into my first house in Hollywood Hills. Mm. Cutting boards last forever. Uh, mm. It's the knives. It's the uh, knives you got to replace and sharpen. I feel uh, like there's like bacteria that lives in some. No, you clean. It's wood. You clean it. Wood I feel like holds the most bacteria. Yeah, I would probably chuck some of the wood ones and maybe replace. All right. Well, thank you. A live streaming oven. You can see your baked goods from anywhere. That is cool. So there's a camera that streams your baking while you're away. So if you burn something, you'll know about it. But also, like, why are you away if you're baking? And if you have a drone, just have the drone go knock on the oven door. Yeah. It doesn't seem safe. And then there's the U-Scan Smart your analysis. You see this? Oh, you're going to love this, Ryan. So it's a disc, right? You put in your toilet, uh-huh. inside your toilet. These are stuff. These are things from CES, right? The stuff that people are talking about that analyzes your urine and sends a full report to your phone. About your diet and tells you like if you're good. What you're, what you're deficient in. Exactly. And what you need more of. Everybody looks at their pee when they after you go to the bathroom. I feel like everyone looks at the toilet and be like, hmm. Is it too yellow? Is it not yellow enough? Or is it too clear? Can it tell you if you have UTIs? Uh, maybe, actually. Wow. Let me ask the smart oven. Me. That would be Smart nice. oven, can it tell you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, I, I guess if you want to know if you're getting all the things you need in your routine, right? All the nutrients, all the minerals, it will give you a fair read. Why does Europe get it first? Probably the rules. Mm. Maybe they have less clearance rules. Lame. Here's your morning hack. They say if you've got a, a big decision to make or a big presentation and it falls on today, 
This is really simple. It will relieve the anxiety. And and try it with me, Sissini, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. Rub your hands together. Start rubbing your hands together right now. Okay. Nice pace. Very soft. Not too hard. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Very soft. Mm-hmm. When anxiety hits, your body directs blood flow away from your hands to larger muscles, making your hands cold. You notice that? Yes. Your hands get cold. Warming your hands sends your body a signal that everything is okay and to calm down. So you might see people backstage before they walk out for a presentation or a speech <laughs> just doing this with their hands. They're actually calming themselves down. <gasps> they do do that. Now, feel, do you feel calmer? Actually, my yeah. hands are vibrating. I must have pressed too hard. My hands are, like, I, I feel like I rubbed them too hard. Anyway, that's uh, apparently a way to alleviate the anxiety in that's anything. cool. I like that. Today's quote. Trust yourself. You've survived a lot. You'll survive whatever is coming. KISS FM headlines with Sissini. Well, we all saw the news yesterday evening. Lisa Marie Presley has died after suffering a cardiac arrest at her home in Calabasas yesterday morning. The singer-songwriter, humanitarian, and only child of rock and roll pioneer Elvis Presley was just 20 days shy of her 55th birthday. The official start date of the 2023 tax filing season begins January 23rd when the IRS will begin accepting and processing 2022 returns. The last day for Americans to file their returns will be April 18th, three days after the usual April 15th deadline due to the holiday weekend. And Universal is bringing its widely popular Halloween Horror Nights concept to Las Vegas with a new permanent experience. The attraction will be the anchor tenant of a 20-acre expansion of the Area 15 Entertainment District along Interstate 15. This will be the first time that Universal has created a permanent horror experience outside of its parks. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So, as we said, it looks nice. Highs around 70, but the rain begins again later. It's coming tonight. And tomorrow looking the same, and mm-hmm. then expect more Sunday and Monday. So we're not out of it yet. And that snow, you look at the Sierra Nevada, that snow that's come down, feet of snow, very dangerous there. You know, a lot of lives have been lost yeah. due to this storm. So uh, just be careful with all of the rain and uh, if you're going different places on the freeways. Mm-hmm. Now, Sisney, is, is this something you want to talk about here? I kind of feel like I'm sticking to a sleep theme this week. I don't know why these articles just keep popping up, but I was reading this last night and it kind of reminded me how I used to dream so vividly, especially when I was pregnant. Um, I used to have dreams of my exes. I used to have dreams of Michael cheating on me. I used to have like just, and it kind of was because there was so much on my mind at all times. But I read this article last night specifically about how, have you ever woken up from a dream and you've been cheated on by your partner? Sure. Okay. And you're so relieved it wasn't real. You actually felt like it was real and your heart's pounding? Yeah, your heart's pounding. You wake and up and you, it feels so real. You're, you're almost actually mad at them when you wake up. You're like- You know what? That's how, And even in the dream, I've told myself in the dream, yeah. this is not a dream. Yeah. Like, I'm, and you I'm, know like, it's not. Yeah, you know. I'm it's like, a, this is not a dream. This is real. So don't <laughs> think it's a dream. Uh-huh. And then you wake up and you're angry and your heart's pounding, and it was a dream, and you're so relieved, too. Exactly. So this article kind of dissected why this happens to us or why we dream 
that we're being cheated on. Is and it because it, it's in the back of our mind that we think it's going to happen? No, it actually has nothing to do with it. Well, it, maybe, but it ha- usually doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with your own insecurities about not necessarily being cheated on. It could be anything. It could be career insecurities. It could be life insecurities. It could be anything and like that. And that's just one of the insecurities that manifests itself into a dream program. Exactly. On the other hand, though, it could have something to do with your relationship and it could be something that's missing. Maybe that you want your partner, uh, maybe that there's that your partner is not providing. Okay, so oh. you have that dream. You wake up, your heart is pounding. Do you tell them you had that dream? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Tanya, would you tell them you had that dream? Yeah, I've actually, I can't remember what it was, but I remember I had a dream where Robbie did something and I woke up like angry at him. Like yeah. I was like, I can't shake it. I know it's, this is like, not are real. You, but aren't you so glad it wasn't real? Yeah, but I can't shake the feeling of being so angry. Like, right, because like the chemicals have been released inside of mm-hmm. you and all running through your bloodstream. It takes a minute. Yeah. It almost takes like the whole morning or like a day to kind of get over it. But uh, so if you're in a relationship, those are kind of the reasons why you dream that. Now, if you're single, it's slightly less upsetting, but it represents dishonesty. So if you've recently lied to a friend, or if you felt like you've been lied to, you may dream that you're being cheated on. And of course, the most common reason for this dream is if you've been cheated on before. And these people are the ones that keep having the reoccurring dream of being cheated on. And that just is something that you just can't shake for most people. And you have to kind of rebuild that trust from the past and figure out how you can get past it. Dreams are a double-edged sword, right? I, I feel like the, my dream programming department has no shortage of insecurities they can create dream episodes from. Yeah. Right? It's very interesting because like you really can find out a lot about your subconscious and what you're thinking. Because I remember I was having this dream that my teeth were falling out and I talked to my therapist about it and it got to the root of it. And it was all basically because I was letting my um, I was letting my physical needs for my body. Like I wasn't working out as much and I wasn't taking care of myself like I used to. And that was like manifesting in my subconscious through my dreams with my teeth falling out. So my doctor said, don't have as much salt before you go to sleep. That'll help calm the dreams down. So think about your salt intake before you go to sleep. That's interesting. I'm just telling you. How much salt were you having? I I wasn't having salt. That's the problem. (laughs) He's just saying, if you have salt before you go to sleep, it might calm down. I'm like, I don't even take salt with I know. It's like you barely have any salt. I I use sumac. Is sumac causing bad dreams? No, he doesn't. You would like have fish like sitting in a pile of salt that gets sent to the table. No, that's that was a that was a lunch. We were yeah. out in Las Vegas. We were celebrating our iHeartRadio Music Festival, and that was salt encrusted. Right, sea that's bass. different. Do you remember where it came from? The sea, the Adriatic. Uh, oh, oh, how my do you gosh. remember that? How do you remember that? And you can't remember who was on the show last week? Because my brain works in that way. Wow, it works in that way. The Adriatic Sea. I remember he told us about the fisherman. Remember that? And his eyes looked like the Adriatic Sea. That's right. How can mm. you remember that? Mm, tell Robbie. That's going to be in the back mm. of your mind tonight when you go to sleep. Don't have salt. <laughs> On air with Ryan Seacrest. By the way, Tubbs is again filling in for one of the producers, our engineer, Tubbs. Just so you know, Tubbs, your uh, your computer is faced in a direction where I can see what's on your screen in the monitor in front of me. So I see the vacation pictures you're looking at. <laughs> Planning ahead. All right. Just I so you know, cannot. like the screen, I'm looking at a TV screen, and in that screen is a reflection of his screen, which is vacation pictures. Like we just got back from vacation ten days ago. He's going through the pictures now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's, my, look, that's my that's my wallpaper. Look, 
That's oh, it's your wallpaper. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was trying to plan his next vacation. Mentally, I am. Uh, yeah. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, it's Catalina's wallpaper. I thought it was a vacation. Place. You know, I, for- <laughs> I forget about Catalina. I know, I do too. Don't they have a Seacrest Inn or something? They do let's, have a Seacrest Inn. Let's get the Express train out there. Uh, yeah, it's called yeah. the Express. Uh, it's not the train. Boat. It's a boat. Catalina Express. <laughs> Catalina Express. Thank you. <laughs> all right, listen. We're going to try and solve this together. So we all have crutches when we speak. Mm-hmm. And it was pointed out that sometimes we'll say like too much. And a lot of people do that. And Thomas was kind enough to point it out that he hears Sissini do it. And Sissini says, well, we all do it. Sure. Great. <laughs> so we have Delara Gorgian on the line. And she, apparently, she has a trick to help us break the habit of saying like when we speak. So like, you know, people are like, I went over there and they like was said uh, to me, yeah, what do you guys yeah. like? Wait, are you, are you like, like together? You don't say it as much as we do. That's true. But you said your mother when you were little. Would... She wouldn't let us say like a lot. Like she would correct us. So That's awesome. be like, Mom, I want to go out with all the guys and we're going to go to like uh, Burger King. And she'd be yeah. like, mm-hmm. and so she would stop me. Anyway, wow. Delara Gorgian is on the line with us right now. How are you? Hi, Ryan. I'm great. How are you? Great. We're so happy you posted a way that we could fix this on TikTok. Now, Help us. you should know that she is uh, she's Legal Baddie on TikTok. That is her handle, Legal Baddie on TikTok. From Irvine, went to Cal State Long Beach, then attended law school at UCLA. And you say, there is uh, a way to stop saying filler words when we speak, right? That's right. Yeah. It's uh, actually a fun exercise that you can do with anyone or by yourself. So this would include like, um, uh, all that stuff. Oh, these are all my filler words. Exactly. And they have such a way of creeping into our vocabulary and making us sound not as credible. So it's good to try to eliminate those filler words as much as we can. Yes, because we want credibility. So this is interesting. Is this something that you incorporated into your life because you're a lawyer and you, it was it's useful for you? It ended up being useful for me in law school, but I actually was a speech and debate captain of my team oh, in college. Okay. Uh, this was uh, actually a trick that I learned in speech and debate training because when we would have to give speeches while we were competing and everything was so highly competitive, we wanted to establish as much authority and credibility as we could. Yeah. So what we would do is we would stand in front of a group of people. Someone would yell out a word and it could be any word. Mm -hmm. It could be genes. It could be euphoria. It could be anything. And you would have to speak about that topic for 60 seconds without using a filler word. And if you use the filler word at any point in the 60 seconds, everyone would yell like, "Ah, you're done. And you'd have to start again from the beginning until you could successfully go 60 seconds talking about (laughs) anything. We're going to be here forever. (laughs) So we all have to keep each other accountable, basically. Yeah, but it also, it just, it, it, it forces your mind to be conscientious of filler words because so often when we use filler words, it's subconscious. And especially for women, uh, we use filler words because we are trying to fill the space before we get interrupted. But by doing that, oftentimes we lose our own credibility or our own authority. So it's a great way to make sure that our brain and our mouths are working at the same pace. Okay, so let's try it. All right, who wants to go? I, who wants Oof. to go? <laughs> Ryan, I feel like you would you would be great because you have so much experience talking yeah. about everything. 
You start, Ryan. Oh, sorry, throw me a word. Umbrella. I speak about the word. Umbrella. You know, umbrella oh. is a word that comes from the Latin umbrella. And Rihanna put out one of her great songs about the umbrella. As a matter of fact, when I was growing up, I want to tell you more about the umbrella. When I was growing up, my sister didn't call it the umbrella. Meredith, my sister, Delara, she's a little younger than I. She runs the Ryan Seacrest Foundation. But anyway, she called it the rainbrella. And we thought that was oh, very cute and very yeah. charming. But as time went by and she got a little bit older, we explained to her, no, it's not a rainbrella. It's called the umbrella. And everybody needs a great umbrella because especially in Southern California these days, you're going to need to use an umbrella. Matter of fact, your umbrella is going to come in very handy in the next few days into Sunday and Monday with all of the rain. So make sure you've got a great umbrella. Make sure you know how to operate your umbrella and don't get an umbrella that's too big. Because if your umbrella is too big when you're walking on the street, you'll knock people in the face. So an umbrella is something you definitely need if you live in Southern California these days. How much more time is left? Wow. Now, here's Rihanna, umbrella. Okay, I'm out. Wow, that's nearly impossible. You didn't say like once. You said. But it didn't make much sense. You passed, you passed the test. All right, this is good. We'll try this a little bit later with each of us in the show. There's no way I could do that. Well, we'll, we'll try you next. That's After a really eight. good test, though. I'm going to practice that. After 8 o'clock, Tanya, you're up. <laughs> Delara Gorgian, thank you so much. You can follow her at Legal Baddie on TikTok. 1.4 million followers. Yeah, nice thank to meet you so you. much for the tip. That was awesome. Absolutely. Anytime. Thank you guys for having me on. I have been a longtime listener. You guys are legends. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. I mean, they had a debate team, law school. That's so cool. Which made me nervous. I know. Now, Chelsea is on the line, a dental hygienist. She's calling because of something we talked about on the show. Chelsea, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you? We're doing well. So you're a dental hygienist? I am. Oh, and we were talking about whether or not <laughs> couples should share toothbrushes in a pinch on the show. You know what? I was listening to the second date update and I was cringing. We should not share toothbrushes. Okay, because um, yeah. because um, he used her toothbrush or something, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yes. He used her I toothbrush she and I she hope was she out. that toothbrush away. But now tell me. <laughs> you guys, there is, there is so much plaque and bacteria in the mouth. Some people bleed when they brush. And what if they have periodontal disease? We don't know. Para what? What, what disease? What, periodontal. What is, what is that? Periodontal disease. What it's is that? Infection of the gums. Okay. Well, so Chelsea, I was think I said after all of that. Look, it's not the end of the world when you're with somebody and you're in a relationship. You know, like why can't Sisney use Michael's toothbrush in a pinch? I would never. By the way, I'm good. <laughs> I'd rather use my finger. I'd rather use my finger or skip a night at this point. Like I'm good because you're such alarmist. Bacteria is hers, and Michael's bacteria is his. Thank and let's you. just keep it that way. The bleeding of the gums maybe is I, what gets me, Chelsea. Like that, I'm good. No, well, check the toothbrush. If it's red, much. don't use it. Oh, <laughs> that's not where we draw the line. No, 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 no. I even Chelsea. told my boyfriend, and I've been with him for three and a half years after listening to that, and I said, "Do not use my toothbrush ever." And had he ever done it? <laughs> no, no. Mm -mm. I mean, he better be very <laughs> careful with all the utensils and tools in the bathroom as a dental hygienist boyfriend. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. I, maybe I've seen too much, but uh, we are not sharing toothbrushes. Uh, can I ask one question? And, and maybe this will help me understand it. 
what's the difference in sharing someone's toothbrush and making out with them? Aren't you exchanging bacteria anyway? I mean, fair question, well, kind of. Well, as you, as you brush your teeth, we're removing all that plaque and disrupting the bacteria. And it's sitting on your toothbrush. So then if you use it, you're really just directly transferring that. You do have bacteria in your saliva, but not as much as when you directly disrupt it, especially if you're bleeding. All right. Well, you've now changed my mind on this issue. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you got through. Even, Imagine if, when I was listening to it, I was like, Ryan, do not share a toothbrush. Well, you know, in a bind. All right. Uh, well, I will never. I will never. I will always pack a new one. And the, is a three pack. I'll travel with the three pack whenever mm-hmm. I'm traveling. Thank you, Chelsea, yeah. for calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you guys ever want to. <laughs> If you ever want to come to my office for a clean, you can come see me. Our office is super fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for going. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Good Friday, the 13th morning to you. It is uh, time to spotlight our hometown hustler. I'm a hustler, baby. So Dana Shapiro, listen to this. She worked as an office manager for various garage door companies, right? Then she decided to take a leap of faith and start her very own business. She'd been thinking about it, and finally she decided to do that. I'm always interested to hear what was that moment like. Dana, thanks for coming on. Hi, good morning. How are you guys? Doing well. So you were working for other companies, and you said it's a male-dominated industry, right? Definitely. Definitely. What was the business that you decided to start on your own? Uh, It's a garage door and gate service company so we do repairs and new installations Uh, i've been doing this since about 2015 working for others Um, as a single mom i had to do something out of the ordinary to kind of get ahead and i wanted to build a business that my children would be proud of and hopefully call their own one day Um, my son is actually part of the the garage door business now we're definitely family owned and operated and I just wanted to take a chance and see if I can make it. And I'm definitely happy that I did. I'm very proud of my company. I'm very much part of the company. And it's called All Garage Doors and Gates. You can see them on Instagram. But just because I know a lot of people think that they want to do the same thing, but we're just worried to take that leap of faith and do it. What was that aha moment like for you when you said, I'm going for it? It was just time. There was only so much that you can do in other companies. And again, as a single mom, I had to build something for the future. Uh, With the pandemic and all of us suffering through it, I had to take that stance and take a chance. And I couldn't let fear in anymore. So inspirational. I love it. Dana Shapiro, North Hollywood, all garage doors and gates. Check them out. Thank you for coming on and being our hometown hustler today. Very much appreciate you guys. Thank you. Okay, you take care. Bye-bye. You as well. Bye-bye. I'm a hustler, baby. It's just that that moment where you just decide to jump and go for it. Yeah, you've been working for somebody else, you know, for so many years. And then all of a sudden you're like, I need to do my own company. I want to do my own thing. But see, garage doors and gates, I would not be good at that. Why not? Yeah, same. I'm just not good at garage doors and gates. Anytime anything like that breaks. I barely work my own. Yeah. You know, right? I know. Ours broke like a few years ago and Michael uh, had to call a company. I have to call Jeannie. Tanya has a trending report. What do you have, Tanya? So I love when people share their stories because I feel like knowledge is power. And when we share our experiences, we can all learn from each other. And Anna Kendrick really 
opened up on Armchair Expert, this podcast with Dax Shepard, about an interesting topic. And it seems like this was a very traumatic experience for her. And she was talking about this boyfriend that she had. She said, I was with someone and this was somebody I lived with for all intents and purposes, my husband. We had embryos together. This was my person. And then about six years in, I remember telling my brother, I'm living with a stranger. So Basically, she went in to explain how after six years with this guy, he basically had feelings for somebody else. And it was it just caused a lot of trauma in her life. But it was the embryos, the freezing of the embryos that really caught my interest because I feel like I remember when I was getting my eggs checked um, with my doctor and discussing freezing eggs versus embryos, they were they very much push the embryos on you because they're like, it's a better success rate. The embryos are more of a sure thing than just freezing your eggs. So they were kind of like, or do you think you're going to end up with this guy? And I was like, well, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to end up marrying my boyfriend. And so they were like, okay, well, maybe you should look into freezing embryos. But then you never know. Things happen. And then it's just, a, it's interesting. So does this story scare you? Does this story comfort you? What does this story do to you? It just makes you more aware because I feel like when you're at the doctor's office, they might push you in that direction to freeze embryos or maybe do 50-50 eggs and embryos. Um, And then you hear stories like this and it's just like, okay, maybe you should, you know, only do that when you are married and like you have that security. Sissany? I think you have to do whatever's good for you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, there's no right or wrong. Like, right. Everybody's going to do what they want, what you're comfortable with, and there is no right or wrong. I just think we all learn from each other's experiences. And so I applaud her just for even talking about this experience because I, I think a lot of people will be able to relate. We could have used Anna Kendrick right here in this segment, right? She's a busy next, girl, booked and busy. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So we had Delara Gorgian on earlier, who is a, a lawyer and also is on TikTok with a lot of different things. But she was on TikTok talking about how she has an exercise to get rid of crutch words and crutch things we do when we speak. Like, uh, mm, uh Filler words. Like, filler words, right? hmm So many of us say, ah, uh, mm, like, whatever, right? So how do you get rid of those filler words? She says there's a great exercise you can do that will help you stop doing that. So the exercise was you throw out a word to a person. I'm going to do, I did it already. Tanya, you're next. She said you throw out a word to somebody and they've got to speak about that word for 60 seconds without filler words. Mm -hmm. If they use a filler word, they got to start over. (laughs) And just by practicing, you'll get better and better never using filler words. I think it's good for us in our world. It is. Absolutely. All right. So the the exercise is, and she did this for the debate team and she did this for law school. I wish I would have learned this years ago. So the, the, Exercise is 60 seconds on a topic. You don't know it's coming, and you talk about the topic. You ready? No. the clock ready? 60 seconds is such a long time. Do you want to do it? Think positive. Okay, I can do it. I'll go first if you want. Or you're going second. Oh, whatever. I'll go second. Well, no, I did it. I know you went first, but I I mean, I will will go next if... Okay, I'll just... Whatever. Give me your word. (laughs) Okay, so you're going now. I will go now. Give me a word. So, Tanya, you're going to go last. Okay, thanks. Okay. Still sweating. Here we go. And I'm, now I'm nervous. I wasn't expecting See? This. See? It's nervous. <laughs> fine. The pressure's on me. I got to think of a word. All right. Groceries. Go. Groceries. You know, sometimes it's difficult to get groceries because I run out of time. I sometimes like to order my groceries. It's very convenient to do Instacart. 
But the other day, I was driving to Trader Joe's, and I went there, and there was no parking in the parking lot. I drove around and around, and I got so frustrated. And when I went to pull in, can you believe it? Somebody stole the parking spot that I was going to get. I was so angry. I just left completely. I went home, and I cried in my driveway for five minutes. I then went upstairs, and I just ended up ordering my groceries from my house because it's just so much more convenient to order your groceries these days than actually going into the stores. You're doing good. That is my experience with groceries lately. Ten more seconds. So when I'm home, lately. I like to lay on my couch <laughs> with my phone and order groceries for my entire family of five. I have three children. Yay! You got it. You got it. How did you do wow. that? Hold on for a second. How you do that? I never knew you pronounced groceries. Groceries. No, I think it's. I think it's groceries. Groceries. It. I say groceries. I think you gro- say groceries. I say groceries. groceries. I say groceries. What do you say? Mark? Groceries. Groceries. I think I say groceries, and I think I that is correct. I just looked it up. Because when you kept saying groceries, I wanted to say wait. <laughs> groceries. Are they groceries or groceries? Grocery? I've never I mean, said I grocer- hear both. People groceries. say groceries, but I've it really stood out when you kept saying groceries that you say groceries and I say groceries. I've never said groceries in my entire life. Groceries. Tubbs, Gro- what do you say? Groceries, yeah, with the SH sound. You say yeah. groceries. Groceries. Yeah. So you related to that story about groceries there. <laughs> I did. Did you, uh, someone look it up. What is correct in the. The only the, pronunciation given in the American Heritage Dictionary is grocery. There is no SH. <laughs> so, Maybe it's a California thing. Cali. Grocery. Do you, going to the grocery store. Grocery store. Ruby, what do you say? It's your birthday. I say groceries. <laughs> groceries. Yeah. Michaela, what do you say? Groceries. What? Whoa! Maybe it's an East Coast, yeah. West Coast thing. I think it is. There was such a divide. This country's <laughs> divided. Groceries and groceries. Uh, by the way, Ruby, it's your birthday weekend. Uh, coming up. Well, not this one. The following. My birthday is the 18th. The it's big a, 30. You got two birthday weekends. That's why a, a Wednesday birthday is kind of fun. Yes. You got options. Not really, because you don't want to celebrate after. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Groceries. Let her live. Groceries. Groceries. That was really, that was really nerve-wracking. I was up. nervous for you. I can't believe you did it. Wow. Thanks. I actually was watching you very calm and poised doing that. The only thing that was driving me nuts was groceries. I had to turn my mic off. And not all I was thinking about was how I don't like to order my groceries. We yeah, because get, it's, it's hit or miss sometimes when they don't get it right. Should we call Ralph? I like to go do my Let's own call groceries. Ralph. Is, the, call is there Ralph? a debate? Can you do groceries versus groceries? Is there like a whole, there has to be a blog about well, this. Can we just call Ralph's and ask them when they answer the phone? Mark, can't you find a Ralph's? I'm on it. Yeah. All right.